Hello and welcome to the Stage Spot Podcast, a place where we talk to performers, creatives and fans about all things theatre. Hosted by Tim Talks Theatre's founder, Tim Todd. So, can you introduce yourself? Yeah, so I'm Charlie. Um, and I am the actor in one uh, in Dazzling, which is a one-woman show. Amazing, thank you. And um, so my questions are a bit different to like the normal interview questions. So, would you be able to tell us two truths and one lie about yourself? Oh, okay. Um, well, let's see. I uh, I was born in London. I once befriended a person trying to rob from my house, and I studied for three years at Cambridge University. Perfect, thank you. Um, would you be able to describe your show in 23 words? Oh, 23. Okay. Um, let's think. Um, a story of queer passion that turns to madness. Um, love with all its negatives and positives. How many am I now? Eleven. So I don't know. I wasn't. Ca- I wasn't counting. I think about eleven. I think. Um. <laughs> um. Dark humour, lots of fun. Um, how many is that? Fifteen. <laughs> um, uh, comedy with lots of tragedy, lots of fun. There you go. That's, that's brilliant. That's Thank you. <laughs> uh, I was I wasn't counting. I was just sort of listening. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, what are what are your plans to get more ticket sales when you're in Edinburgh? Um, I think there's going to be a lot of classic flyering. Um, got to go out and meet everyone. Um, but I think genuinely, it will just be introducing ourselves. Um, we're a very personable cast. Um, we're super small prod team. It's just going to be us trying to sell ourselves as much as it is selling the show. Because it's such a heartfelt production that, I mean, pretty much if you get to know us, you get to know what the show's all about. That's amazing. Thank you. So when you're away from home, what will you miss the most? Um, I'm missing my cat. I Yeah, I've got a little cat. He's he's called Simba. He's super fluffy. And uh, I always cuddle him. So I'm going to miss him. He'll be a good... Um, he's always a good anxiety leveller 
So that would be a bit hard for me. That's amazing. Thank you. Uh, so aside when you're performing your show, uh, what are you looking forward to doing the most in Edinburgh? Um, I think I, I've i been to Edinburgh Fringe before and when you get to see the street performers, absolutely amazing. Um, so by far my favourite thing is literally just wandering around, finding a good coffee shop, getting myself, I guess, an iron brew. Is that the, I guess that's the, uh, the drink of choice so. there. <laughs> um, get myself an iron brew then and going and watch something um, just on the street because those are where often the best shows are. Fabulous. If you were um, going to take over programming for a fringe venue, what would what would be your lineup? Ooh. What would be my lineup? That's such a good question. Um I don't know. Um I think you've got to have a good mix of comedy and something a bit more serious because I think you want something really punchy. You want to have something on that's that's really fun and will get people going. But I also think you want a little bit of a darker side as well. So I think you need a good mix of that. And I I always love a good compare. I think you need a really good compare. Um, one of the best shows I've ever seen had a brilliant drag compare and she was absolutely amazing got everyone going um, and just having that nice blend of like a little bit of fun, a little bit of tragedy let's go, that's what I want <laughs> Amazing um, why, why should um, audiences pick your show over any other show? Um, obviously I'm biased. I think Dazzling is amazing. It's one of the best shows I've been in. Um, it's something really personal. Um, our writer, Holly, is phenomenal and uh, has, for someone so young, an amazing way of writing about human feeling. Um, and I guess that's what Dazzling is all about. It's all about humans and things that go wrong and passion and how it can go madly wrong. Um it's not just about one thing. It's about kind of, um, I guess, modernity, really. It's a queer woman's telling of her life and her experience with mental health issues, with addiction. Um, and it's also a bit of fun. Um, there's loads of comedy in there. I mean, I get to play something like four or five characters. So you get loads of fun, fun people in there. It's uh, not just our lead You've also got her mum, who's really overbearing and the best friend that wants to stand by her side and uh, the really irritating boss. So there's loads to go on here. Um, it's just an amazing play and I've had so much fun creating it. And part of that is um, coming to, you know, showing it at the end is going to be really fun. That sounds amazing. <laughs> uh, you said um, earlier that you've been to the Fringe before. Yes. Well, what would you say your top tips are are surviving the fringe? Oh, that's a good one. Um, you need to sleep. You need to sleep. I know there's so much exciting stuff going on. You need to sleep. Otherwise, it's going to go horribly wrong. Um, 
so that's number one um I think number two is always take a leap of faith if you think you know someone's raved about this massive show great that could be exactly what you want but if you also see something in the program and you go oh that's a little bit weird don't know what's going on there try it why not it's exactly what fringe is for there's so many amazing people out here who who want to show off their work and you know maybe that harry potter improv is exactly what you want on that day um and thirdly talk to people because the people are what makes the fringe um it's not just you know if you go down to the pub you're going to find so many amazing actors producers directors um and just talking to them and knowing uh, learning what their show is all about or what their process is all about will teach you just as much as going to watch something so yeah that sounds like yeah this seems a very com- community focused yeah sort of, for sure uh, time for sure uh what what's your favorite fringe memory oh okay um <laughs> I think I think it's got to be the first time I ever performed in Fringe and you're so nervous beforehand you don't get a lot of time to set up at Fringe so it's all about speed and we'd just gone through the show um it'd gone really really well and uh at the end we kind of all lit up and we could actually finally see the audience and they gave us such a warm welcome to Fringe and just that breath after you finish the show and gone oh okay we did it we've made it and we gave a bow and um we all waited at the at the door and everyone gave us compliments as we went out and it's one of the nicest things I think I found about Fringe and how completely different it was to some of the other experiences I've had in theatre where the audience were just so happy to have been there um, that they, they wanted to genuinely come up and, and have a chat with us. Um, so that's definitely, yeah, definitely my favourite memory. That's great. Um, what, um, so with, with your show, your show, Yep. Has uh, has it changed that much uh, since you first like started rehearsal? Yeah, it has a lot actually. Um, with any one woman show, it is kind of insane. Uh, you obviously have the first read through, which is was just me monologuing for quite a while, um, and from that we kind of got a sense that it was going to be a real team effort in that. I was going to put my own twist on certain aspects of the writing. The director had different ideas. Um, We had to cut it down for Fringe. So that has changed it significantly. Um, We had to figure out what we wanted to really show off and what maybe we didn't need so much. Um, And I've always been a bit of a hyperactive person. So one of the things I told the writer, I was like, are you okay with me? You know, I'm going to jump on objects. I'm going to you know throw we have a lot of um fake wine on set so a lot of the wine goes everywhere on on top of me or into the audience and that sort of stuff and um I was like are you okay with me doing that and she was just like yep let's go let's 
do exactly what you feel is right for you. And then if it needs to change, it needs to change. So we've had a lot of time to to work on um, the characters and how my own personality comes through those characters and how the director's personality comes through. Um, so on a sort of practical level, time-wise, it's changed a lot, but also it's developed into something a lot more human, I think. That sounds great. <laughs> so um, what show are you excited to see apart from your own when you're it? Oh, I I absolutely love going to see a Showstoppers, the improv musical. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant every time. They always make me laugh. Um, so I'm always excited to see one of those. Um, and... I am also really excited to see um, my friends in their new musical, which is called Palindrome. And I know they've been working super hard on it and I can't wait to go and watch them. I'm not a musical person myself. I can't sing. Um, So that's not going to go very well for me. So seeing all that work that they put in, I'm really excited for, yeah. Yeah, um, I've heard about Showstoppers. And I know a couple... And I know, like, the directors also are part of the Mischief Works, which also... Yes. Absolutely, yeah. They're brilliant shows if you ever get the chance to watch them. One of the ones I saw, they just started talking about Spice Girls and then Spice Girls sort of became their religion. It was completely insane, but it was so funny. Um, Yeah, it's brilliant. Uh, Have you ever seen um, Mischief Movie Night? I know they were... At the French last year. I no, I haven't seen them. I'd love to. Their work is so good. It, I saw um, the play that goes wrong at the mm. beginning of the year, and it's so funny. I, I've seen yeah, it yeah. second time. Second time I've seen it as well, and it was still as funny as the first. Yeah, I wish I. I really do want to go and see that. I've seen their um, TV show, which is still hilarious, and like. I'm genuinely impressed that they've been able to tailor it so well to different um, situations, like props to them, because that's a very hard thing to do. Yeah, I know, I know um, they're currently in Bro- on Broadway doing Peter Pan Goes Run, which I've yeah. not yet seen. Oh, yeah. I think that would be so good. But, oh, yeah, no, definitely, definitely their work is amazing. The, the, this is a bit of an unusual question, this next one. So if the world was going to end, what would the last show be? Last show be? Oh, I think we'd want it to be something really profound. And I don't think it would be. <laughs> I think you'd want it to be something really clever, something about humanity's impact on the world something like that but in reality it would probably be something random talking about cats do you know what I think the most accurate way I would talk about is probably um the life of a jellical production which is the most insane thing I've ever seen and it's this guy talking about how Cats, the movie Cats, has impacted his life. I think it would be that. 
So um, th this ne next question, what, what, what would be your um, all-time favourite um, piece of theatre that you'd like to perform in, either on mm -hmm. the West End or Broadway? That I could perform in myself? Yeah. Oh, oh, that's a good question. Um, <coughs> I think I would absolutely... So I'd either love to play, no, I do not. I'd want to be in Medea. I'd love to play Medea um, because she's absolutely nuts. And I love feminine rage kind of characters. I think they're so fun to play. And there's so many different ways you could go with, with Medea. Um, I think she's, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Um, so, yeah, definitely her. Perfect. And what what would be your sort of gender swap um, character that you'd like to play, Ooh. like not define like gender norms? Mm -hmm. Um, I think it would have to be a Shakespeare because I, I think Shakespearean men are often super fun. Um, so. I think one of one of the best roles in Shakespeare is probably Iago. I think Iago is again. I'm picking very insane characters, but it's because you can do a lot with them. So I reckon Iago, without any barriers for me, that would be so much fun because he has some brilliantly horrible monologues and um, something you can really get your teeth into. So yeah, perfect. So um, what what were just trying to think of a way to what who, who is so um if you were going to work with a writer mm -hmm. um that that's sort of well known in this current day and age mm -hmm. who who would you like to work with Ooh. um i think I think because of our work on Dazzling, I would want to work with Phoebe Waller-Bridge because I can, I haven't appreciated how difficult a one woman show is not just to write, but to act until I've done this show. And I think she's done a brilliant, brilliant job of putting comedy and tragedy and life into, into her works. And so it's not just, you know, Fleabag and stuff like that, but she also wrote uh, the first season of Killing Eve and stuff like that. So she has this amazing variety that she does and it's always very centred around the female experience and stuff like that. So I think she, I'd, I'd love to work with her just to appreciate how much stuff goes into her work and, and how much she's... Um, changed the way we view kind of writing and female sexuality and yeah I just think she's absolutely brilliant so yeah amazing what well, um what would be your like dream venue to play at either in the West End or on Broadway dream venue um actually it's somewhere very new and it's only because I've been there very recently um the Soho place is phenomenal space and I mean, 
I love having the audience all around. I think that's a super fun way to act. It completely changes the way you you work. Um, but it's a beautiful little theatre and has an amazing set with loads of entrances. And yeah, definitely there. Definitely. And what sort of thing... What, what, sort, what do you think of immersive theatre? I really enjoy it. I think it's so hard to get right. Um, I think it's one of those things where you really can't predict. It's, I mean, it's the beauty of theatre anyway, is you can't predict what anyone else is going to do on stage. But then bringing other people into it really does make it um, difficult, but super fun at the same time. So it's um, it's a real challenge, I think, is the way to put it. Yeah, it, it, do, it definitely, for me, seems intriguing because I've never mm. sort of um, had that experience. And it's all, yeah. it, do, it does make me a bit, not nervous, sort of apprehensive about the experience. Yeah. But it not does. in a bad think, way. Yeah, yeah. I think it's hard for both audience and actor because you really don't know what the other one is going to do. Um, and that kind of two-way apprehension can really work in your favour because, I mean, people tend to be a lot funnier when they're put on the spot um, and things like that. So you you do get those, like, quick, rapid responses, but it is, uh, it's nerve-wracking. It's definitely a nerve-wracking thing to do. And with, with the improvisation, mm-hmm. if you could choose to work with any of the improvisers or like mischief or the showstuffers mm-hmm. who who what like who would you want to work with um definitely someone like mischief productions i just think they're great work as we've said like they have an insane time i'm not sure i have the vocal capacity for showstoppers so i'm gonna leave that to them <laughs> um but yeah definitely someone like mischief i think they have a great they are really a great example of teamwork and how they're so in tune with one another that I just believe that they've rehearsed this a thousand times and I think having that sort of um repertoire with your company is so so important and so impressive when it comes to improv um so that's definitely something I admire about them yeah, uh, and I and I think they're like really good friends as well. So yeah, probably. Yeah, and you get that kind of like telepathic thing with your friends. Sometimes you can just yeah. know exactly what they're thinking, yeah. um, which is yeah. I just think they'd be such a fun group of people to work with. Definitely, I'm, I'm just trying to think of another question. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Um, I always ask um, my guests who I've had on mm. what their what their question is for the next person. I took this from Dario for the CEO podcast. So, okay. what would be your next question for my next guest? Oh, my question would be: My question would be, what would you say to my friend who has no idea about theatre 
no idea about acting, no idea about directing, to get her to come and see your show. That's perfect. And what well, I'll, I'll sort of spin the question back to you. Yeah. Uh, what? Um, so, like, I'm a massive musical fan. What What show would you recommend for people to go and see, like, in London or something? For um, musicals or e- either. Either. Mm. What would I recommend? Um, I'm trying to think what I've seen recently and I think partly when you're trying to see something know the venue because the venue does really make a difference sometimes like Soho Place for example is amazing just because of the way that you're really absorbed in the theatre um, I recently went to see A Little Life and that was phenomenal and the staging was great the theatre was so weird and I hadn't really thought about how much that would impact me because they had people on the same level as the stage and people right up top. Um, But I'd say if you're just looking for something fun, what would I say? Um, I always really enjoy as a good musical that's always made me just laugh and cry and love life is Heather's the musical I think that's brilliant production I think it's done well um I think they pick amazing actors for it um so that's that's for my musical fans (laughs) for sure I've still not seen Heather's yet I've seen it twice brilliant brilliant show (laughs) It's on my li- I've got a li- list in my phone of shows I need to yeah. see. Yeah. Because what like they're not uh Phantom. Yeah, good show. Um what else is there? Uh no, you put me on the spot. I'm sorry, I t- I swapped it round. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, I haven't seen six either. Or Ham- Hamilton. Nice. Hamilton is brilliant. Hamilton is brilliant. I am. Um, I really want to go and see Book of Mormon. That's really high up on my list at the minute. And um, what else haven't I seen? Uh, uh, there's a lot. <laughs> I've I've literally got lists on my computer <laughs> of shows I haven't seen. <laughs> I really um, want to see the new Brokeback Mountain, actually. Yeah. Which is featuring music, I think, which I think should be amazing. But I'd be really intrigued about it. Yeah, that's at the Soho place, isn't it? Mm, yeah, because I saw Medea there and I was like, oh, okay, complete turnabout um, with, you know, doing Brokeback Mountain after that. But that could be really interesting. What what is your all time favorite sort of show? Would you say? Oh, question. My all time favorite show. The one I will go back to see again and again and again is Antony and Cleopatra. Shakespeare's Antony and Cleopatra, for sure. And it's not is it's not the most popular one, 
but um i love it i saw a brilliant i've seen two brilliant productions of it um one which was with sophie okonedo and ray fines amazing both of them together insane just the chemistry was like unmatched and the costumes and staging at the national theater for that was phenomenal so yeah that's the one that pretty much i'll watch watch any production of you you'll get me there <laughs> i i feel like i'm i'm sort of i feel the same way about lay miss i've, I've already mm. seen it twice and then I think I saw it on BGT and I was like, I want to see that again. Yeah. Les Mis is amazing. It's just, it, it never gets old. It never gets old. No. It, 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 that and Phantom and maybe Wicked and maybe a couple of others, I think, yeah. I think will, will run for a long, long time. Mm. No, definitely. Because I went to see Phantom and I'm not the biggest fan of the music. And just seeing it, I was like, right, well, now I need to listen to it for days because now I'm obsessed. Like, it was so good. Um, and just the the voice that the the lead has to have is just insane. Um, yeah, props to anyone that can sing like that. Uh, <laughs> I, I definitely think Phantom's my favourite Andrew Lloyd Webber musical. Mm. Yeah, I find Andrew Lloyd Webber hit and miss. Hit and miss, definitely. Um, Phantom I really enjoy, but things like Cats I can't get. I can't get behind. <laughs> uh, I'm not. I'm not even going to go into him because that's a whole. <laughs> that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> l- l- literally, um, yeah. I, I don't. Know. <laughs> it's not my cup of tea. I prefer other. Writers. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So um we're starting to run out of time now. Yeah. So um I would like to wish you the best of luck in Edinburgh. Thank you so much, and thank you for having me on. It's been great That's having a okay. chat. Uh this will go up at some point in the next couple of weeks. Well, when I have time, I'm literally <laughs> going going to have a bite to eat now. Then I've got to go to work, so I just it'll probably I'll probably edit it at the weekend or something. Cool, no worries. Well, good luck editing it then. <laughs> I hope you find no, time for your well. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, I just want to say thank you for your time speaking with me, and I hope you have. A great time. Good luck with selling tickets. Thank you. Yeah, fingers crossed. Hopefully it goes well. Uh, and let me know how it goes. And if you we'll want another that. another chat after about your experiences. Yeah, that'd be great. And I won't mention Andrew Lloyd Webber, probably. <laughs> cool, amazing. It was lovely meeting you. Angie. See you around. See you later. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Stage Spot podcast. You can find Tim Talks Theatre on social media. We're on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube and Twitter, which is now called X. You can also visit our website, timtalkstheatre.co.uk 
or you can send me an email timtalkstheatre at gmail.com.